Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Blue Devil Banter podcast for this spring semester. I'm your host, Josh Schmidt. Alongside me is Trevor Hauer. In today's episode, we have Fredonia women's softball coach Tony Ciccarello to give us the lowdown on how the team is shaping up this season. How are you doing, coach? I'm doing well, thanks. And good morning. And thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. So let's just dive right into it. Uh, how's it been getting back into the weight room? I'm sure you guys were chomping at the bit to get going. And oh, what's it been like so far? It's been awesome. Yeah, they're getting in the weight room um, and just getting into practice. Last night, we had our first full team practice in 50 weeks. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, we Last year, we went to Virginia at the end of February, came back. We're prepping to go to Florida, and we were like a day away from flying out. And then everything hit the fan, as they say. And um, that was it. So that was like second week in March, like next week. So, um, yeah. And we, you know, we did some Zooms and Zoom team meetings. Um, But then last week we got the okay to have a team meeting uh, live, which was awesome. We got together because the biggest issue – uh, well, one of the biggest issues is we weren't allowed to practice as a team in the fall. They're not allowed to hang out together in big groups. So that bonding that normally happens, you know, with the freshmen and then the returners, it really wasn't happening. So, uh, you know, we did some Zooms and I tried to have them do like one-on-ones, like get to know them get to know one of the freshmen, you know, just zooming each other. Um, but last week we, we went into the uh, bleachers in the pool, in the pool, in the natatorium. And we basically did speed dating. And <laughs> really, you know, it was just like, just to get, I had questions and it's, it was great the way it uh, progressed. You know, the first round, you know, they're reading, I gave them some questions just to get them started. As, as we went through, you know, like every seven, eight minutes, we rotated. Um, they were getting, they weren't reading the script that I gave them. Oh, and, really? That's cool. Which was great. And yeah. then, it, you know, and then the groups were getting, they were still socially distanced, but the groups were getting bigger. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, and I, I was just observing and it was awesome. And they got to know each other. I mean, we have a long way to go with that part, but it's, it's a start. Mm-hmm. Um, and things are going well. I'm, you know, and then we started. We had our first team practice last night, like I said. So that was awesome. Um, you know, getting back at it. You know, I do match up. They're required to go in groups with, you know, a returner and a freshman or a first year player, just to right. try to get to know each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. You know, usually by now we have four games under our belt. <laughs> we just got back from Virginia, and we'd be prepping to go to Florida in a week or so. And um, we're still trying to figure things out on the field and get things right. That's awesome, Coach. I mean, it's great that you're that you're back and your team's playing softball this year, unlike anything that happened last year, you know? So it's always great to be back, and it probably feels like it's been a while for you. But here's the thing. You said that, you're, that you had your first practice yesterday. First, so how is your? Team. We've been practicing since last week, but in pods. What does your practice schedule in general look like? 
Is it like um, any different from last year or the year before? It's pretty much the same. You know, we, we shared a field house with baseball, lacrosse track, you know, not having the field house all day kind of changed that whole schedule because track used to go during the day and then it would be us lacrosse and baseball. Um, so that's, those, that's an adjustment. You know, we went until nine 30 last night and um, it's a long day, but it's okay. You know, we're playing, we're getting ready. We're doing what we love to do. So, um, you know, next week's supposed to be warm. I checked the weather and I'm telling my kids today, be prepared to go outside because let's get outside and play it. Yeah, I was Are just going to ask you that. I'm, I'm looking out the window right now, and it's it's snowing. And yeah, what's, it's not today. Today we're well, saying, oh, yeah. <laughs> what's Are the, you guys, like, spread out at all during practices? Mask are mandatory. So in, last night we had we did hitting. So there were different stations. There were groups, small small groups, um, you know, and they, they were socially distanced. I mean, a lot of them live together. Uh, they're all tested. There are things that we can't do, you know, all the fist bumps and high fives yep. and chest bumps, but we kind of do it on air and things just because I'm big in the energy, um, you know, and it starts in practice. So, yeah, that part has changed a little bit. You know, when we huddle at the end or at the beginning, we're not as we're not huddled tight. We're right. spread out huddled. Um, so, you know, it's just adjustments. Um, and we'll live with it. You know, we're playing. You know, that's what I tell you. know, when they when they said we had to wear masks, you know, you get the, oh, I'm like, hey, we're playing. It's either wear masks and play or don't play. Yeah, right. right. Um, we have it both ways right now. So we just have to go with the flow and – I tell my kids all the time, control, worry about what you can control. Right. And those are things you can't control. So why worry about them? Right. You know? So to get back with, you know, getting out onto the field and stuff, like I said, it's snowing right now, of course. Um, right. So the school is going to let you guys get out there whenever weather permitting, or is there going to be yeah, any just regulations? Like we always do. Like oh, we okay. Always do. You know, when well, that's cool. Every year, you know, if, this, if the weather's good, we go out. We might go on the turf. You know, I'll talk with the lacrosse, MK, the lacrosse coach, and we'll work around her schedule. Of course, that's her field. So, um, and we have permission even to go a little later and use the lights. Um, so we'll see that'd how be, it goes. That'd be an interesting sight driving around campus and seeing the lights on at the softball field for a night <laughs> practice. Well, not so, we don't have lights at the softball field. That would be on the turf. Oh, okay. Okay. I got yeah, you. We yeah. don't have lights. I was at my field yesterday. I walked by and there's no snow on it. So now it's just got to dry out a little bit. Right. I'm sure it's a little soft right now. Yeah, probably just a little. I remember in high school, we used to, we had a turf at my high school. So we used to uh, practice in the snow. Like we had two inches of snow one time. We used those yellow jugs balls. Right. We did like batting practice and everything. It was, it was quite the sight. And it was fun too, I'm thinking. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it's it's impossible to feel the grounder, so you just got to lay out for everything you got. But yeah, you know, <laughs> it probably stung your hands just a little bit on when you hit it. You oh didn't yeah, hit for it sure. Right, if you didn't hit it right. Mm -hmm. but, hey, it's the way it goes. We play in the cold. I mean, 
in my, I've been coaching 20 years in college and um, we played in snow. We played in wind chills of hovering in the single digits at times. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. I mean, we played a, a few years ago. We had Plattsburgh came here to play and it was so cold. But we had, you know, it's April when we're in Western New York and, you know, we're not down south where they're out on the field. They don't know how to do an indoor practice. <laughs> you know, some of my friends, uh, coaching friends are coaching in the south. Indoors, you know, they have no idea what I'm talking about. Right. But, that's the whole Western New York thing. It gets freezing cold here. You just got to fight through it. That's that's just the way I see it. That's just the way I see it. So you guys haven't seen a full season since 2019. Um, has it felt like forever since the last time you've had a full season, or has it like the, is it like you never left? No, it's like I don't remember the last time I coached a game. Um, <laughs> you know, Got to shake the rust off a little bit. That was May. That was the first weekend in May 2019. We're we're talking twenty something, twenty months. Yep. Since I coached the game. Wow. Um, that's so, that's crazy. And yeah. it's a long time if you think about it, really. Well, I'm used to, you know, and even in the fall, you know, we get to play in the fall on a day. So we didn't have that this year. So it's usually, you know, we play our season early May, our season ends, and then September we're practicing and playing. We, you know, we get to play that day. So it is a short time, and then we wait until late February, early March, and we play again. And here it is, twenty months around there, twenty-one months. Uh, I've watched a lot of softball, but um, you know, I, I'm jealous of the D ones that I watch on ESPN and, and SEC. You know, they're going. I mean, they're going full tilt. Of did course. That, uh, did you see that LSU catch the other day? Oh, that was awesome. That was and insane. I, I mean, oh. it's funny how um, in the younger girls' parents get upset when their kid gets put in the outfield. But, you know, this outfielders save games. And, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I know that. I know that all too well. I played left field and center field my whole uh, my yeah, whole career, quote unquote. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, me too. Um, I played a lot of outfield. I did play some infield. I kind of was a utility type of person, but mm. yeah, outfield when and pitchers better appreciate you know when the cat when the outfielders do that. I'm sure especially they do. when you especially when you go over the fence uh, like right. I did one game. <laughs> exactly, you, you take that home run away. You better go high five that player and you know hug that i mean that's huge that's yeah, huge. right so switching up gears a little bit there's going to be a lot of travel this season i mean we took a sneak peek at your schedule what's that going to be like you think with all the new regulations and and just the wear and tear that travel normally brings on people i mean everyone sucks or everyone hates it you know well the travel is going to be less when when you really it comes down to it because mm. we're not driving up to Plattsburgh and down to New Paltz, which is like we leave Thursday and we're on, you know, we have two nights in a hotel. You know, that gets to be that's a long weekend. Uh, right. and we right. do one of we do one of those trips every year. Um 
the biggest changes, you know, we usually on the way, um, if we if we leave the day of the game, which most of the time we do, um, like for Geneseo, Brockport, Cortland, Oswego, we leave the day day of the game, um, and um, then we don't come back because we stay. And then we like to go if we go to Geneseo on Friday, Saturday we're playing Brockport because we always play double headers. Uh, it's that that's always been a that's a softball thing. You always play double right, headers. Right. Yep. Um, so the difference is the eating part, where we would eat on the bus, and you know, and that's not allowed. So we'll go, and a lot of times we would um, either go and sit down and eat. Uh, we've been going away from that, where we we would order ahead, and I we drive up, I pick it up, and we'd eat on the bus as we went. Uh, so that's not happening anymore. So there's going to be a lot more planning. Um, we're going to have prepackaged um, bags with game snacks and things like that for all the players. Because we play in a doubleheader. We're on the field for a three o'clock game. We're on the field about like one thirty. Well, t- this year will be two o'clock, and then we're done six thirty ish. You know, it's a long day playing two games. You know, they yeah, run right. an hour and a half and two hours each. There's a break in between. So, um, yeah, we normally have dugout food, you know, fruit, granola, things like that, yep. healthy stuff. Um, the the that, all the all the essentials, all the essentials. Yeah, you know, because like I said, it is a long day. Um, so we will we'll make adjustments. And um, the biggest trip we have is to Oswego because that's the longest. So we'll probably have to stop and somewhere um so they could eat something get off the bus and eat and the only stretch their legs a little bit excuse me stretch their legs a little bit (laughs) yeah but as far as um the eating part you know just hope the weather isn't bad because you know we're not eating in rain and stuff like that (laughs) Um, so (laughs) the travel is down you know because we'll go to buff state buff state comes to us uh, we'll yep. go to Geneseo. Geneseo comes to us. You saw the schedule. Um, we're waiting on approval for a couple of non-conference games, um, but we'll be home for most of those. So it's just cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. By the way, I was looking at it though. It just looked like it was. It looked like so much more compact. Where it's like game, like game, game, game. Like you know, and it, then after those double headers, you got to ride all the way home. You know, and especially. That Oswego trip, like you said, is the longest one, and mm-hmm. I can't imagine—I can't imagine riding home after a doubleheader in Oswego is going to be very exciting. <laughs> right? Well, going to be all sleeping. If you, if you win, that happens a lot too. They sleep. You know yeah. that happens. The net in a normal time, we would go to Oswego on Friday. We'd play Oswego. We get in the bus. We drive to Cortland. We'd spend the night. We'd play Cortland and play them on Saturday. After the game, we're driving home. Right. So we do that even to Plattsburgh. We go to Potsdam, play them, play Plattsburgh on Saturday, play Potsdam Friday, Plattsburgh Saturday, and drive home from Plattsburgh. So it's like a nine-hour trip. Yeah, Yeah. I was about to say. Although you make a little, you make a little Adirondacks trip. That might that might take a while just to even get back to Fredonia. Easily eight nine hours. 
Yeah. So, you know, we happen to be a fringe school, you know, we're on the fringe, um, you know, they're on the other fringe. I mean, when I, I coached at Geneseo, it was way different. That was kind of a middle school. So the trips were shorter, of course. Um, right. But hey, it's, you just go with the flow. You can't change where we're located. So let's go. And when they come to us, it's the same thing. So just got to battle through. Um, yep. Yep, but, for sure. And we're, we're looking at your schedule before we had you on. And as of right now, Fredonia only faces Buff State, Geneseo, Brockport, and Oswego. Do you think that with this schedule, this kind of boosts any kind of rivalry there may there may be in the past between Fredonia and these teams? Um, yeah, I think there's rivalries already. Um, Buff State, you know, that's just a, a natural rivalry. We do have the Lake Erie Cup that we do each year uh, with Buff State with all the sports. So it could boost it. Um, you know, being that we are East West, um, it, it does t change the dynamics. You know, everybody wants to be Cortland. You know, Cortland set the bar and everybody's going after it. Geneseo has been really good lately. Um, so, you know, and me being a former coach there, my assistant is the head coach now. So, you know, we're good friends and things like that. And, um, Little master versus apprentice action. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, he, he, he was great. And, and all the coaches are friends. You know, mm -hmm. we battle on the field, but if we're out recruiting, you know, after we recruit, we'll go to dinner and yeah. hang out. And nice. We, we, we're, we are friends. Uh, That's cool. In, in the true word of friends. But on the field, we're going to battle. You know, we're gonna, we are competitive and um, go from there. But, um, I think it would, you know, we'll have that rivalry with Buff State and Geneseo, Brockport's Brockport, you know, being the phys ed school, uh, you know, they get way more, um, they get a different type of kid. You know, it's a right. phys ed school. Yeah. I, I, that's my alma mater too, so. Oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah. So, but yeah, I can see some rivalries sprouting, but I think even on the other side with, um, those rivalries are going to be the same. We, you know, you got to respect every team. There's no show up and you're going to win because if you don't show up and don't play well, it doesn't matter who it is. They're going to beat you because yep. we, have, we have good coaches in our conference. So we better be ready every day we play or it's going to be a long season. I was going to say, at least the coaches have a really good relationship. At least it's not like a Yankees-Red Sox thing like where the yeah. fans hate each other, coaches hate each other, players hate each other. I mean, you love to see, like, all the battle on the field, but at least the coaches have a, have a strong relationship too. Right. And softball's, I'm going to say, unique in that, you know, all these kids, they play high school, they play travel. They might have – play travel with somebody who's on Buff State and Cortland and because everybody goes their own way. So there's a lot of friendship between players because they know each other through travel teams or maybe the same high school. Um, yeah, it's, you know, before the game and during the game, it's let's battle. And after the game, it's a love fest, basically. You know, <laughs> they get together and they talk a little bit, catch up for a few minutes after the game. 
So, um, yeah, I found that, you know, I've been coaching um, college for 20 years. I've been coaching softball for like 40. Um, yeah, I've been around the block a few times. but <laughs> um, I, I just think that's one of the other things that everyone missed is like that friendly but also gets heated rivalry, you know, like – you guys very, don't actually competitive, yeah. Right, you don't like hate each other, but at the same mm-hmm. time, you guys, both teams are doing everything to win, and I think that's what a lot of people have missed with like you know no sports and all that stuff mm-hmm. in the past. Right, the oh, competition like, year or so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're an athlete, and as a coach, I, I was an athlete, and competition is what it's about. We love to compete. I competed. So many things. I will compete with myself in things. Just okay. I did it this well this time. I want to do it this this way. You know, get this number this time. And it could mm-hmm. be some on a walk. You know, I'm walking somewhere. I want to get there quicker or whatever. I'm, I'm just very competitive. Um, you know, but I look at life as competition. Uh, I know some people don't like that, but. When you guys graduate, you're going to compete for a job. You know, oh, absolutely. Not, yeah. So yeah, don't so, remind me. That's fastly approaching. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you get out into that real world. And, you know, when I tell, I tell my recruits, I tell my players the same thing. I go, I had to compete for this job. There were a lot of coaches that wanted to be sitting in my chair. And, you know, and there's been other jobs that I applied for and got interviews and I didn't get, you know, so – I went back and, okay, what do I have to do better? What could I just like on the field? You know, if you, you're not successful, okay, what, what do we need to improve on to get better? Right. So that's basically my philosophy. Awesome. So uh, just to wrap up, you got uh, any final thoughts or comments on the season or what it's going to be like or anything like that? I'm really excited, you know, to start because, you know, like I said, it's been what, 20 months since I coached the game. Um, and 50 weeks since we've had a full team practice, 51 maybe, I don't know. I've lost track. Um, I'm really excited to see how our players can come together and work to get better, um, you know, due to all this that was going on. But I'm excited. I, You know, we're going to scrimmage on each other on Saturday. I can't wait. You know, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. You know, and they got to show up and play. And that's, you know, it's all part of the evaluation process. Like who's going to be in that lineup day one. Right. You got to know who to put where and especially with the freshmen coming in and even last year's freshmen that are now sophomores. I mean, it's funny. I had to send something to Jerry Riley, um, like a preseason. thing. I said, we really have two sets of freshmen. Yeah, that's true. The freshman, the class of 2025, who didn't have a normal fall ball and things like that. So, and then we have the sophomores who they only played four games. We played four games, and no, none of them played every game. So their playing experience is way down. But on, it's the same everywhere. So right, our, right. All the other schools are the same way. And so that isn't, I'm not making excuses, but it's just the experience of the sophomores isn't where it would normally be, you know, in a normal world, because right now we're not in a normal world. Um, right. But they do have a year of 
fall ball. And we did practice like 30 something times last year. I mean, we do practice a lot. Um, so they have that experience. So we'll see how things pan out. And of course the upperclassmen really have to be great leaders and teach them, you know, cause you, that's, that's really important having that leadership. I really feel I have that leadership. I don't have captains. I have leaders. So a freshman could be a leader, be one of those leaders. And um, it's basically everybody has say, you know, right. of course I will default to my upperclassmen when things get, you know, for some things, but um, I'm trying to teach them to be leaders. And just because you're a freshman doesn't mean you have to sit back and, only listen you could put in your thoughts well we're hoping to see your team you know be successful and stuff we're gonna be watching you guys pretty closely we'll probably have you back on for like maybe like a mid-season update or something like that but good. this has been great so thanks for coming on and uh hey thanks for having me and um hopefully you got some good information and i'll be listening when you when you cut it up and get it all set and ready to go yeah. Well, good luck in your season, Coach, and uh, we'll be talking to you soon. Great. Thanks Absolutely. So Thank you, Coach. Thank you, guys. Good luck with the rest of your podcast, too. Thank you. Thanks once again for Coach Chickarello for coming on. Some very wise words at the end there. I know uh, I'm, I'm a pretty competitive guy as well, so I can, I can attest to what he was saying there with the whole competitiveness factor. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think both of us know we we both know each other real well. We know that we're both uh, highly competitive people. Like, I I kind of laughed when he was saying like if he's walking down the street, he has to beat the guy walking in front of him. That that was definitely relatable. Yeah. I can yeah, definitely for sure. feel that way for sure. But um, I've I've played in many Monopoly games where the board's been flipped <laughs> because uh, things don't go some some specific way. <laughs> Oh, you and me both. I can tell you that. I don't remember the last time I finished a game of Monopoly. Now that you mentioned that, since I <laughs> bored over so many freaking times. But like, here's the thing: when you're t when when he's saying like the competitive nature of everything, that is key for the softball team's success, and that's where I think it's going to be like a, a complete clutch factor. If they're going to win these games, you have to be as competitive as possible. I kind of thought it was interesting when he was talking about. Um, like how the coaches on and off the field are like they they go out to eat right after a major, after a big game, but the competitiveness is still there. And if Fredonia can keep that competitiveness up, they they can do some good they can do some good things this season. He was saying the 2020 season was going to be one that he was thinking we're going to make a push. Let's see if that could happen in 2021. Obviously, because it couldn't happen in 2020. Yeah, and one—I mean—one of the big things with the whole competitiveness factor is it's going to be hard some in some cases because you're not going to have the fans there to pump you up. So, if someone cranks a grand slam, I mean, sure, you're going to be happy, you're going to be jacked, but like, yep. you're not going to have that that crowd in the background cheering you on. But at the same time, no one is. Like, it's not like we're yep. at a disadvantage. Everyone's on the same, having the same quote-unquote problem of not having that fan energy there. So, I think in the end of it. It's all going to be even, but it's just going to be who has that drive and who has that want to be there. It also kind of benefits the the visiting team too. I mean, no no crowd to cheer on that home team, so it gives the visiting team something to look forward to as well. So everybody kind of gets a kind of gets a fair shake here in this season. 
Right. I mean, it's going to be just, it's definitely going to be a season that no one knows how to, how it's going to shake out. But um, I mean, that's what, I, that's how everyone is right now. I mean, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be fun though. That's for sure. I mean, I, I think it's going to be great just to get sports back on campus. Like Absolutely. we said last week, and it's just going to be, you know, an interesting season like we've never seen before. Um, and, and- speaking, speaking of that season, it's going to be starting for the softball team in just a little under a, a little over a month now. April seventh is going to be their first game in Fredonia against Buffalo State. It's going to be a doubleheader on uh, Wednesday, so that'll be that'll be an interesting one. Uh, a Wednesday afternoon doubleheader at three o'clock. Hopefully, we'll be out there enunciating it for the radio station and for the stream. But um, I'm excited for that. That's it, that's cool that we're going to have some activity on campus again. Whatever you guys have going on on that Wednesday at 3 o'clock, drop it and, and just follow the game. Whether it's live stream or if you have the ability to come to the game, go, come cheer on the softball team. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of hope going into this season. Yeah, we're hoping that uh, you guys will be allowed to come out to the game. Um, we don't have any word on that actually yet, but we don't make that call. We just report it to you guys. <laughs> we're, so, just, we're just hoping for big and better things. For sure, for sure. For sure. So, yeah, so softball is starting up in about a month. Um, any final thoughts, Trevor? I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I know you I'm are too. I'm very excited. I think that they're playing 18 games. I think something along those lines, if I can give a prediction, I'm hoping 11 to 12 wins. That'd be awesome. Oh yeah, for sure. That's that that'd be big, um, but yeah, I I think that'd be about the same. I you know me, I don't like doing predictions. I feel like yeah. I jinx it. Because <laughs> you're you're gonna you're always gonna have those guys that come up to you and say, "Oh, this aged well," and then you just feel <laughs> yeah, like right. yeah, and you kind of just feel like an idiot. So I'm just hoping yeah. for like eleven to thirteen wins. That'd be sweet. For sure, for sure. But that's gonna wrap us up for another week's episode of the Blue Devil Banter Podcast. Thank you for listening, Trevor. Thanks as always. Always. Tune in next week for uh, some more insider information on your Blue Devils. And until then, go Blue Devils. Blue Devils.